Does that make sense? Like, really, guys, does that make sense? Podcast. Hey, guys, thanks for checking out the Does That Make Sense podcast. We got um, Mar- Marquita here today, right? So how I met Marquita, we were at a conference for Next Level Speakers. We are at a conference for just sitting, having lunch, talking. And I connected with Marquita. She asked me some questions. Then we got to talking and then ended up being on the podcast. She'll get into We'll get into a little bit more about how we connected and what she does, but her story is is great. She's a life coach. She uh, is vegan, 100% vegan, uh, plant-based vegan at that. That's a big difference with for, yes. than regular vegan, right? And a life coach. Well, Marquita, take the mic. Please introduce yourself. Marquita, sorry, Marquita. Hi, everyone. I'm Marquita Vian, and um, I'm a life coach as well as, you know, plant-based vegan. And as he said, we met at Next Level Speakers Conference and, you know, just connected from there. And so I'm here just to share, you know, my story to help you change your story of need. Perfect, perfect. What I want to get into is, like, what made you get started into life coaching? Because that is, life coaching is big, right? A lot of people, I've done life coaching before. We talked about it earlier. A lot of people don't see, like, what is a life coach? Like, why would I need a life coach? Like, what made you get started into life coaching? Well, I got started into life coaching because, you know, what I had experienced in my own life. And, um, you know, just to go back to that was my um losing my sister at a young age and then shortly after that i lost my mother and then during that time um, of losing my mom i also experienced domestic violence um that got worse and then um went into like a why me situation and Mm -hmm. mad you know it got for you know a period of time and it wasn't until I had this um, moment to where I felt, you know, what was the purpose of my living? And um, in that moment, I literally was just questioning a lot of whys and felt like, okay, this is it for me. But God, I um, went into my living area. I opened up the scripture. And in the scripture, it says Psalms 118, 17, 18. I should not live, but um, I should not die, but live and declare the ways of the Lord Almighty. For he has chastened me sore, but he has not given me over into death. And from that day, I started questioning, why am I here? What is it for me to do in this life? What is my purpose? Who am I? And so my questioning all of that, um, and then just going through more stuff in life. Um, for instance, last year, as I am getting on the journey to finally not no longer fight that purpose and that calling to start my life coaching, I had a health awareness, I like to say. And um, I was in the hospital um, for five days, the first time ever, having ever experienced something like this in my life. And um, the doctor tells me, I'm shaking like a leaf. They's like, you have a spot on your brain. So when you hear that, you're like, wow, you know, what now? What, you know, God again? Like, really, God? And so, um, it's COVID time. So, I'm going through all of this on my own, by myself, no family there. Um, 
because they couldn't be in the hospital with me. So, um, and what led me to the hospital, let me go back some. I, I remember talking to my brother, and I remember, like, stuttering, like, and I'm like, this is not right. So that pushed me to go to the hospital, and um, that's when they found the spot on my brain. And then so um. Wait, what was the what was the spot on your brain? The thing is, I don't discuss the spot because they said they couldn't say that it was that, so I don't give it any attention. Okay, okay. Because after you know just praying and them doing tests, they was like, well, we can't even say it's that. Okay. So that's what made me go plant based and doing my own research as well because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not gonna take on to something that I'm not going to claim anyway. I rebuked it, you know. Okay. I didn't claim it. Went plant-based and um, continued on my journey of the life coaching. Through that, you know, um, through going through all of that, I'm like, okay, this is even more why I need to really get out of here and inspire someone else. Like, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's coming at you, you have a purpose in your life. And that purpose is to fulfill your life's purpose and your calling in life and to inspire others, you know. Okay, so that was a lot. That was a lot, right? So it went <laughs> it went from the beginning to that, right? So to with the life coaching, right? Because it was a lot in there. So with the life coaching aspect of it, you feel you feel like the stuff that you've been through and what you was dealing with made you want to share and coach other people out of that type because there's a lot of different type of life coaches right like we were talking about earlier it could be like business life coach or because being life coach is like just think about it like life that's a big that's very very huge that's very you could deal with anything within life so with that being said it's like you're you're um with 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 your angle and your specific so what type of stuff are you are you coaching people through having balance mindset limited beliefs you know balance with what with when things come in your way how to be able to control you know instead of letting something like that take you out of you know you're trying to control something that's seems to be out of your control how to continue to have control over what you can have control over okay say for instance instead of me um being in the hospital worried scared i pray i surrender i i chose to change what i put in my body okay gotcha not to cut you off so with that right so you're saying you're coaching people through mindset balance right so with you coaching people through mindset balance um in the beginning when you was explaining what was going on you, you like it, it's sort of like you sound like why god why me right so there's people that gets into that mode right when something's going to them something's happening to them they're like i'm not supposed like what's going on why me this is like the end of the world for me right so what was it that got you to just be like okay i'ma just i'ma just believe i'ma just keep that faith up what was it for you that made you because you said you lost you lost your sister at a young age you was dealing with some other stuff later on so with all that going on you might hate the world so 
yeah you could you could hit hate the world so what is it for you that's like what what was that moment that was like that aha moment so to speak for the lack of better terms um when i heard oprah the the queen of ahas and she said one day on her show i heard her say you have to let go of thinking the past could have been any different than what it was so that mm. would shifted me from Wait, that, say that one more time you have to let go of thinking that the past could have been any different than what it was mm. so i was continue to harbor on you know the loss of my mom the loss of my sister and you know the domestic violence and how old were you with those when my sister passed i was 16 when my mom passed i think i was like 22 23 okay yeah okay sorry go you can go back into the over story yes so when she said that because you know um i was you know holding on to those you know my i lost my mom just in it you know um i would say maybe mad about it mm -hmm. you know because i'm like those are my two best friends like that's the closest to me you know yeah and so once i got that i was able to surrender it you know and get back to god and then mm -hmm. Just got some someone in my life because I couldn't listen to gospel, you know, when I lost my mom because my mom used to listen to it all the time. Okay. So I wasn't feeding myself spiritually, you know, because I was a little, like I said, I hate to say mad at God, but I was, you know, like, God, why? You know, mm -hmm. I was actually there and, and being honest. And that that is, that is, um, what I want to say is like that, that's that's crazy to come from not crazy but i know you're from the south right where are you from exactly yeah jackson mississippi you're from jackson mississippi right so in the south they're heavy on religion heavy on church heavy on everything is like it's like that right southern hospitality i love i love coming to the south right i'm from philly in the north it's a bit different everything's a lot fast-paced and you're like Okay, if something goes wrong, you just figure it out. You didn't got <laughs> most of the time. Yes. There's a lot of times that's that's just how it goes. But with you being at that point where it's like, why, why, why? So it's like, and then after that happened, you felt like it was more stuff that was going on even after you got that moment. So how did you how did you get past that? Well, um, I just thought, like I said, I got back into when I got that. I, um, someone came to my life, I started back with the gospel music and just feeding myself spiritually. And from feeding myself spiritually, I started like, you know, watching things that was more positive, you know, mm -hmm. and just, um, listen, you know, watching more Oprah and things that would, you know, give me something, you know, to build me up because I really didn't have no one to step in, you know, when I lost my mom that could give me you know what i needed you know so i had to seek they say seeking you should find knocking the door will be open asking it will be given so you know me just start doing things like that getting in the word myself you know um finding things that will lift me up and just continue to do that reading books and then my doing that those things to get me in a better place so when that happened last year i knew how to shift my mind and not let that even control, you know, not let it take control over me, but just surrender it and let God take control of it. Okay, so to me it, sound, it sounds like you're at a point where you were open to receiving whatever was the next step. Like you were, 
you were to a point where it was like, okay, I see the Oprah said this. Boom, that that opened up my mind. Now, let me see what other stuff that Oprah might be talking about, or mm-hmm. or Oprah might lead me to Eckhart Tolle or something like yes, that. Yes, I so, read Eckhart Tolle, um, A New Earth. Yeah, you get what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. the, all of that shifted me. Mm-hmm. So I read um, The Power of Now. Mm-hmm. Gary Zukov, I want to say. So just reading books like that and just continue to even now, <laughs> books, books, books. Yeah all the time like i'm a life coach but i have to continue to fill me up to be able to fill up others mm-hmm. and that's why my business is good to and for me because for me to be good to and for others i have to do what's good to and for me first and you know i love it when you do what's good to and for you good to and for me mm-hmm. what's the meaning behind that i want people to look at that and know hey i need to do what's good to and for me and it's not selfish you got to put you first you know before you can even put the mask on your children you have to put it on you, you know, so that you can be able to put that mask on them. Mm-hmm. They tell you that on the flight. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just in life. Uh, when I get up every morning, I'm straight to my scriptures, straight to my deep breathing, straight to, you know, me, all things me. Mm-hmm. And then I can be better for everybody else. Do you feel like when um, Do you feel like when you lost your mom and your sister, do you feel like those were the lowest points? Yes, yes, yeah. they, they were low. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, now that I've grown and I know God makes no mistakes, you know, and um, I've, you know, seen his work, you know, through that, I'm just like, I can't question it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I question it when I didn't know any better. But when you know better, you do better. So I just, you know, let his will be done. So you mentioned, you touched on domestic violence right you touched yes. on that right you didn't get deep into it i don't know how you feel about it i don't know i can talk about it okay so there's a lot of people out there that deal with the domestic violence behind the scenes that they don't tell no one about it could be verbal abuse physical abuse yeah. but it's behind the scenes that no one <laughs> no one knows right only the people who's there in the situation know what's going on right so for you can you explain like what happened it was pretty much that. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't something that I saw coming. You know, you don't ever think that you're gonna find yourself in a domestic violence relationship with someone that you thought you know loved and cared about you. Mm-hmm. And he was the father of my children, and so um, it was just something that um, it happened like small, you know, and it started turning to bigger, you know. Okay. And so um, I didn't tell anyone about it because it was shame that came with it and I didn't leave and that's why I tell people you can't judge it because I was being manipulated and threatened you know that my life would be taken or no matter where I go he would burn up the house or he would do something to my family so he made me feel like I couldn't get out of it but once again I would tell people this I reflect on Oprah a lot but mm-hmm. also I have to give credit to Michael Bazin because around that time I was going through my domestic violence um, that's when Rihanna had hit Chris Brown and you know domestic hot, domestic violence hotline was hot and then she said something on her show um, if he hit you once he'll hit you again so she was like she's my shero cause you know I, my mom tried to tell me little things but mm-hmm. you know how long was this going on for at least um, about four to five years on and off 
and I just like okay he he does it then he apologizes we good for like a month and it was it was the point where I had to start asking myself okay every time we get back together he give it like a good two or three months and then he's hitting me again mm -hmm. and it's been a repeated cycle mm -hmm. and this is not gonna stop and if it doesn't stop and he continues to hurt me I'm gonna be gone or I'm gonna have to do something to him to mm -hmm. get him off of me and I was like you know that's I'm like okay well then that'll be probably premeditated I ain't trying to go to jail you know and so I was like okay let me leave and I left my home and went to a shelter me and my wow. children wow and it the situation just got worse and worse every time yes it was getting bad it was uh -huh. getting bad to where i think he he um it was bad it was bad how, how long ago did this did this happen um i love him i want to say my youngest daughter oh is um oh eight she was born in oh eight so i left him like when she was a baby so oh eight you've been out of for yes 13 13 mm -hmm. years yes and that was part of me just picking up like another story if you want me to tell it okay but um just going through that the losses of my mom and my sister you know i'm a risk taker so and then the domestic violence because even after i left it he would still come to my house with a woman or without a woman mm -hmm. and try to still hurt me so um and then or cause chaos and he was a dad you know and i can't i don't want to talk to him in bad light because actually he really need prayers for where he's at in life right mm -hmm. now but um he would still try to cause problems and so um i picked up from mississippi myself and my children no family out here no nobody that i knew you know like that and came to georgia and been out here going on eight years because wow. i just needed a new mm -hmm. um new leaf of life you know and that's what i tell people like Whatever you do, you can do it. I had said it for years, you know, manifestation. Manifested coming here and I'm here, going on eight years. So what, um, this probably be my last question on it. What what kept you in that uh, situation for five years? Domestic violence? Yeah. Well, cause like I said. Not domestic violence, more so just in the relationship. Um, I guess vulnerable, naive, um, self-esteem was low. Wow. Um, all of that, you know, mm -hmm. and then he didn't make the self esteem any better. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody else gonna want you. You got three kids, you know, mm -hmm. and then you keep hearing it, you know, over time. You like, okay, well, let me try to make this work. This is my kid, dad. Mm -hmm. You know, you feeding yourself stuff, and then I wasn't taught certain things, and I can't even blame my mom or nobody because they didn't know, mm -hmm. and so that's why I've all I've been on this journey to continue to gain knowledge much as I can because I can teach my kids something that I didn't have. Wow, that's that's powerful how you how you look back on it and now you see like self esteem, all this is like yes. fed into all of that and then you just got to a breaking point. What's crazy is a lot of people don't get to that breaking point, right? Or yes. it's too late. Yes, or yes. Or it's too late. So you hear about those stories all the time. It's been times I was in that relationship I didn't think I was gonna even be able to leave out my apartment. Wow. It's always thirteen years ago, but when I I literally got the moment of that day. Like Wow, you're not yes. you're no longer you're no longer there. You're <laughs> Thank doing God. Yeah, you're doing <laughs> Thank great. Thank God, things. but like I'm like, oh gosh, I ain't talked about it in so long. Like uh -huh. and this um matter. Yeah, it's still <laughs> So it's, it's just like wow, I seen that day like 
One day, I remember him unplugging the phone out the wall. He snatched the phone out the wall and for hours just tormenting me, it seemed like. Wow. But all of that that you've been through, right, is preparing you for whatever you yes. have going on now, right? <laughs> so I look at everything that happens bad in our life, right? So it's like, okay, you don't know what when you're going through it, what's going to happen, right? So you don't have yes. no idea. But when you when you go through it and you get past that part in your life, you look back, okay, now okay i was dealing with this nobody out here can give me anything that could compare to what i've already been through right right so there's no business there's no what's fear now right so it's like <laughs> i'm scared yes. to go back to that situation so yes. i'm i'm doing everything i have to do to to that's like more motivation more push when you get past those situations like give you an example with me a few years ago I got to a point where, where I was we I broke up with uh, broke up with we broke up with the ch the mother of my of my daughters right, we broke up, and I had to uh, find like I was staying at hotels, stay with friends' couches, and then I had to like swallow my pride and be like go back to my parents and be like, guys, can I stay here until I get back on my feet like. I was in the basement of my mom's yes. house, a grown adult for for a walk for about uh, six months. But it was like it molded you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It, it, it like created like I'm like a I beast. never want to. <laughs> yeah, I never want to go through this again. Yes. This is a situation like everything happening at once, and I feel like that it that's for me, right? Mm -hmm. When I'm looking at it, I feel like it's God testing us, right? Yes. You you say you want this, right? You say you want this, you say you want that, you say you want this. I'm gonna put you through something to see if you're if if you're gonna if you're gonna break or you're gonna fold. So you yeah. you could either get through it or you could just fold. So the two options that I seen when I was at my parents' house, I could have stayed there. My parents love me there, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, Brian, you can stay here as long as you right. want. You don't have to leave. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like you Good could life. Yeah. yeah. In the basement. <laughs> That's what they're like, and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. Right. It, it just wasn't comfortable. It wasn't exactly. what you wanted for you. Exactly. So you know, you wanted better for you. And, and someone else in that same situation could have took it as, I'm gonna just stay here. Right. I don't Why have not? to pay nothing. Right. I'm good. My parents take care of me. All I gotta do, but no, I couldn't do that. Right. So with everything that you been through and everything that you was dealing with, I feel like now what you got going on with your life coaching with too good to me for you good to and for me good to and for me i'm Come gonna get like it down. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get <laughs> i'm gonna get it down i keep tapping like and trying to figure it out but with everything you got going on coming out to the conference seeing like getting all that energy meeting with so many different people and having a newfound like motivation and yes. and ideas and things that you want to definitely just telling me about courses that you have coming up so what, what you got going yes i have a course called wife up your life um this launching 7 30 you know july the 30 30th and it's just basically what i've had to do you know i had to wife up me and that means you know doing what was good to and for me to be in a good better balanced place in life and, you know, not letting things that come your way, you know, just distract you and, you know, just, you know, make you feel like you can't 
still go forth and be your best, you know, because, oh, you went through this or, you know, you're going through something. Even going through something, you know, you got to know that that is just, you know, just shaping you for what's next. Mm -hmm. So in, in your course that you have coming up, it breaks, basically breaks all that down. Yes, it goes over, you know, um, you know, limited beliefs, being able to forgive, because I had to forgive my kid's father, you know, and um, just extend love. Mm -hmm. um, goes over, you know, just having patience and, um, you know, just different things. It talks about um, manifestation tips. It gives tips. It gives, you know, um, insights on different things and I give example quizzes you know to mm -hmm. go back over some of the things that's also in the course oh, it looks like you put a lot, a lot of work and, yes, and time yes, and, and effort yes. into I that I want to make sure you pay attention when you take it <laughs> <laughs> and what's the other stuff you have coming to also um, I have a um, t-shirt brand um, www.goodtoandforme.com um, you know it's peace prayer prayer peace plants um prayer i'm excuse me y'all prayer <laughs> peace plants plant and prosper you know so um there's just basically you know things that you do in life and then also you know i'm a foodie for plants so i do have those on my website and i'm going to be launching um you can be vegan too course that's powerful yes because I've been a vegan coming up August the 6th for one year. So um, that's another course that will be out. And then, you know, I'm launching a new T-shirt for that brand. That that um, vegan stuff is... is, is it's amazing. <laughs> yes. I mean, I feel better than I have in years. Uh -huh. And I feel like that health awareness that I had was for me to be better in my health. And I chose plant-based. I didn't have to, you know... You don't have to, but you can get in more plants, you know, in your life. And that's why I got the Foodie for Plants because when you're saying what you are, you know, whether you're plant-based or vegan or not, but when you eat more plants and fruits and vegetables, you're going to, your body's going to thank you for that. So, you know, yes. So before before vegan, what were, like, what, what have you seen? Like, what's the major differences that you've seen from being a year vegan to from before when you was in the hospital? to now being 100% okay. plant-based vegan? I've always, you know, been like a big girl, you know, weight up and down, struggle with weight, um, stuff like that. So my knees was hurting. So now knees feel better unless I'm doing like, you know, exercise at Target knees and things of that nature. Other than that, I have no issues with them. Energy, sleeping greats. Um, just overall, like... Like, it's amazing. I feel amazing. <laughs> I feel amazing. And, and I mean, I don't get nothing for saying I'm eating plants. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I tell my kids, I tell every, anyone, you know, it ain't about just going strictly plant-based vegan like I did, but just include more plants and fruits and vegetables in your diet because I wasn't doing it. You know, and when you think about it, most people... For breakfast, they might be getting a sausage and biscuit on the way to work and a hash brown. Then for lunch, they might be going to get a sub, you know, or another burger and fries. And then for dinner, they might, you know, who knows? You know, they might have a salad and some pro, um, lean protein. But if you're not conscious of it, you know, you really not getting in enough plants as you should. Did you see, like, um, so there's a lot of... Did your weight change from going vegan? Yes, I was um, three thirty, 
3.31 and now I'm like 2, um, 239 to 245. So wow. I'm almost a 100 pound weight loss. And wow. that's why I'm going to be dropping that course. You know, you can be vegan too because it has great benefits. I wouldn't say get into it for just the weight loss. And that's where the mindset shift comes in. Is that mm-hmm. You get into it for the benefits of bettering your health. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not focused on the scale, but you're focusing on just eating what's good to and for you and mm-hmm. your body. And so the weight going to come with that. So it's more of a mind. So you felt like it was more of a mindset shift yes. of like, okay, I know this stuff that I'm eating is not good for me. Right. I need to eat better because I don't like the way I'm feeling now. I don't. Yes. It was more so of, you know, because I could do other things to lose the weight, mm-hmm. but it was more so, okay. This plant has this benefits. This fruit has this benefit. Mm-hmm. This has this benefits, and it's all natural. Let me put more of it in me so that, you know, I can get more vitality, longevity, and mm-hmm. things of that nature in my life. Because I took a um, natural route. You know, when they were saying, hey, this, I was like, let me do my own research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watch every documentary, everything that could gross me out about chicken, and I'm here. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yes. That's beautiful. So, coming to an end, right? So, anything that you wanted to leave on that? I feel like this was a great, great episode. Definitely touched on a lot of different topics. On yes, <laughs> I, yes I had a lot going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, if I could say one thing, um, I would say just stay the course. You know, trust in your higher power, whoever that may be. Mine is God and Jesus Christ. And, you know, surrender, you know, when when things seem out of control, that means you're trying to have control and you need to surrender that control to that power um, that is higher than you. And, you know, find your purpose. When you find purpose, like, it's like, I mean, it's so much fulfillment in there and that what brings me joy each day getting up knowing that, hey, what I've been through wasn't in vain, you know. I'm using my pain for a purpose, and I'm going to, you know, continue to inspire, uplift, and encourage others to do that same thing and to change their story, to walk in their glory as well because it's all possible for you. I don't care what you're in, what you're going through. When you look back 10 years from now, you have be like, wow, I was tripping. Like, look at where I'm in now. God brought me out that thing, right? And so um, keep going. Remain consistent. Um, stay prayed up, do the work, get the knowledge, get the tools, and you can't blame nobody, especially when you're old enough to know. You know, it's up to you to go seek what it is you need to get for you to go to the next step, the next level. Like, you know, when I went through my aunts and people who wasn't able to show up for me, it's because they calling me now for advice. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they didn't know. My grandma didn't know. Her mom didn't know. Mm-hmm. So we're here to change that, tra- you know, trajectory to, you know, do what it is we need to do to help those who couldn't help us and to help others. You was preaching just now. You was going. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? <laughs> you was preaching. No, it was great. Yeah. Uh, what I took from that is turn. You had a bar in there that said, "Turn your pain into purpose." we'll end it on that that's a great that's a great line turn your pain into purpose so you feel like whatever you go through you can share that with someone to share it to the next person share to the next person and that is a great way to live your life all right guys does that make sense thank you for checking out the episode all right
makes sense 100%, and everybody knows that. Podcast. You, you don't need somebody's attention just to get it. What the heck? Are you recording that?